Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the rundown with Rob Sanders. Well... We're waiting. Welcome into the rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks so much for joining me this afternoon right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. You know what? I start the show today. I don't like to use this word, but I can't help it. I am a triggered individual. What does that mean? There's been a headline that you just heard right there at the top of the hour update from the Fox Sports National Desk, and it has made me not a very happy camper. And that, of course, is the fact that you can coach a college football team and a young man can die under your watch, and you can still go back and coach as that team. Congratulations, Maryland. You are an absolute disaster to college football. And you know what? I hope you don't win a game the rest of your existence. And I mean that. I feel bad for the kids that are there, so I hope they win. But from here on out, any ki- any any team that uh, that DJ Durkin has, I hope fails. I sincerely mean that. I don't want harm or bodily injury or anything like that. Just a bunch of sixty-three to nothing games. That's about where I'm coming from with that. So, let we we kind of have to start with that today. I mean, that's like the biggest story in college football right now is the fact that Maryland has decided, you know what, this uh, this guy, DJ Durkin, we've had a young man that we've said that we're financially responsible for. Let's make sure we put that out there. Maryland said, when all this happened, yes, we are financially responsible for Jordan McNair dying. They came out on the record and said that. And then what do they do? Oh, well, we're going to keep not only the athletic director, but we're going to keep the coach, too. I'm going to open the phone lines to you today, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. Two questions for you. One, do you think Maryland's lost their mind? And two, do you would you have your kid go play for DJ Durkin? As simple as that. Me personally, I'm not feeling it one bit. I'm just in the camp of when you send your kid to play for a coach, I mean, that's supposed to be like an extension of who you are. You know what I'm saying? An extension of you. They're supposed to take care of your kid. That, That didn't happen here. It didn't happen here. And it's absolutely insane what's going on up there at Maryland. I hope that there's a Maryland listener uh, listening to the show today. Please call up and talk to me. 803-978-1832. I just don't get it. I I just don't get it. It makes absolutely no sense to me what's going on at Maryland. The young man passes away, and they 
admit that they're monetarily at fault. But, yeah, we're not going to fire the coach. That's just basically giving the finger to, uh, to the family, in my opinion. 803-978-1832 is the number. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. As uh, we can talk about uh, the stuff with Maryland today and the fact that reports are saying that they are going to keep their head coach, DJ Durkin. But my question to you folks today is, do you want your kid playing for him? Let's head out to the phones and welcome in the caller here. Good afternoon. Welcome to the rundown. Hey, good afternoon, sir. How are you? Good. How's it going? Hey, uh, you asked for a Maryland caller, so I'm from Maryland. So here well, we go. Well, thank with you it. for that. I appreciate it. Can you please explain to me what's going on with your college, sir? Hey, the only thing I can say on this, the bottom line is, is Durkin must got a hell of a buyout, and the Board of Regents don't want to pay that money. Because I don't understand it. It's a head scratcher. He does not need to come back, period. It's not like he had a winning record and was knocking the socks off. He, he need to go, period. Can I ask you one more question, sir? And I, I appreciate you calling when I call out for the Maryland folks. But uh, would you send your son, if you had a son, I don't know if you have a son or not, but if you have a son and he was a football player, would you send him to Maryland to play for DJ Durkin? I love Maryland, yes. From Maryland, yes. Would I send my son to send to Durkin? Hell no. You know what, sir? I'm glad we can agree on that because I know there's some fans where winning is everything. To me, this young man lost his life on the field and the circumstances for which he lost his life. The entire slate should have been wiped clean. Do you think the athletic director should go as well? Yes. Even though, you know, you just replaced him and brought him in here like a year or two ago, somebody has to be responsible. Somebody has to be the adult in the room here to say, listen, what we did was wrong. Yes, you're going to pay out the nose for that to his family, and which you should. But somebody's head along the administration needs to roll other than the strength conditioning coach, period. And you know something? I am sure Maryland is, is a fine institution for the most part from everything that I've read about it. I'm sure that you guys have some athletic boosters up there that would be happy to pay Durkin to go away. And let's let's also make sure we put this out there. Isn't that sort of a breach of contract? I mean, I, I'm not a lawyer for goodness sake, but you would think that they would have something where, yeah, this, this young man died under your watch. We're not paying you anything. I agree with that. Bottom line is this is this is dealing with political powers right there, period. When it's all said and done, it's no different here in, in South Carolina with USC or with Clemson. You, If you don't want to pay that buyout, you're going to swallow it and you're going to keep them. The bottom line is, yes, you are correct. There are plenty of boosters who are rolling in some money. Well, I'm sure the Maryland people can pull together to get him out of there. Well, I tell you what, I'll send my 10 bucks, and I'm sure if everybody else sends their 10 bucks, we might be able to get this guy out of there because this this guy doesn't need to be coaching anymore, in my opinion. Hey, I, I, I appreciate you listening to the program. I know you're a Maryland guy, but of course, as my buddy Lawton says, we welcome Terrapins, Gamecocks, whatever, into this show. So thanks so much, man. Oh, no problem. Thanks. Have a good one. All right. So there we go. So an actual Maryland fan calling me today saying, hey, Durkin's got to go. I, I'm completely with you on that, man. 
and and I mean that with with what I've got. If somebody puts together some sort of campaign of what's what's the uh, the uh, <laughs> my brain slipping on me here. The adult film star that put together the stuff to buy out Willie Taggart down at Florida State. Somebody needs to do the same thing to buy out Durkin at Maryland. I'll send you my $10. I'll send it today, right from the PayPal account. Doesn't matter to me. But this guy does not need to be coaching anymore. Once somebody dies under your watch, it just doesn't happen. If I go into a barber shop, right? And the guy that comes in before me, or the guy that's leaving the barbershop, has his hair cut into like eight different things where it's like eight different layers or whatever, and it just looks like a disaster. I'm not going to go in there and get my hair cut. If I walk behind a restaurant and the cook looks nasty, I'm not going to go in the, inside the restaurant and eat. It's simple as that. And this guy had a young man die under his watch. Oh, let's keep him. Let's keep him. Shout out to the folks on Facebook Live today saying a GoFundMe account. That makes sense. You got my $10. I'm not a Maryland guy. Don't get me wrong. But I'll send $10 to the DJ Durkin needs to go away fund. And by the way, if DJ Durkin was half the half of a man, if he had a, if he had a, a satchel and he wanted to coach somewhere else, he wouldn't want to coach at Maryland. Why don't you say, you know what? This guy died under my watch, and I'm responsible. I may not have been out there running the drills, but you know what? I hired the strength and conditioning coach, so I'm responsible for all of it. And if he's responsible for all of it, he should resign, tell him, I don't want my money. I don't want that. That's what he should do. But of course, hey, let me get my whatever it is my buyout is on that. I'm going to look that up during the break because that's absolutely just, I said at the beginning of the show that I'm absolutely triggered today. I'm one one pissed off individual today at this story. Just absolutely upset. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. I had some folks call in from the Maryland perspective. We appreciate that. Of course, if you have, um, a, if you, your perspective also is important. You can check in whenever you want. Uh, Troy says on Facebook Live, no moral standards at all. You are completely correct. That's how it looks. Now, granted, we we did not see the police report, etc. We can only know with what we've seen. But what we've seen is enough, in my opinion. It shouldn't have been taken this long. Before game one, this guy should have been gone. I mean, hanging from the yard iron. That's what should have happened to this guy. But once again, you have the issue of contracts and buyouts and everything else, which you got to have to keep a coach. I understand that. But that's I think that the caller was right about that. That must be what's keeping him there. Or he has pictures of someone with a goat in a very odd position one or the other because this is this makes no sense absolutely no sense we'll take calls on that all afternoon if you want to call in and rip dj durkin have at it it's rip dj durkin tuesday 
DJ Durkin should be fired Tuesday. DJ Durkin should have been fired three months ago. Yeah, that guy right there. He, he needs to go away quick. But we are going to talk about some actual stuff that's on the field today. I've got comments from Coach Will Muschamp about uh, the Gamecocks matchup with uh, Ole Miss. I've also got coach from, uh, comments from Coach Dabo Sweeney. We'll talk about uh, the Tigers matchup. Is it really a matchup? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Louisville, we'll also get into some stuff here. The college football playoff. Uh, announces their first poll tonight. I'm in the camp of every team should be ranked now. There's no sense in doing it until Halloween. The last week of October, the last Tuesday of October, that's when we should have our first set of rankings. Now, that's going to piss off a lot of the SEC people because the SEC fans are built on this whole thing of, well, we beat a lot of ranked opponents. Yes, but it's all ranked from the beginning of the season when we don't know how good these teams are. A perfect example is Auburn. Auburn was ranked high this season. Now they look like they're going to be a dumpster fire. Do you still get credit for wins over that? SEC fans say yes. Yes, we get ranked wins. That's what we get. It should come at the end of the season. If you're an SEC apologist and you want to argue that that point with me, feel free. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. I will also take your calls with your top four for tonight. Who doesn't belong there? I think everybody is set on a couple of teams there, maybe even three teams. But who do you think should be fourth? Yeah, you look at that. Think about that for a minute. Call in with your top four as well. 803-978-1832 is the number to call for that. Now, before we get moving too much, let's talk to uh, let's play some comments from Coach Will Muschamp today. His team, of course, the South Carolina Gamecocks, will play this Saturday at Ole Miss. Here is his uh, opening statement from his press conference this afternoon. Have Ole Miss there at uh, noon in Oxford. A really explosive offensive football team. Matt Luke, their head football coach, was a, previously the offensive line coach and the, the guys up front that really jump out at you. Obviously, little of the left tackles, an outstanding player. Patterson, the left guard, and Rawlings, the center. Uh, probably his left side of the line as good as we faced, uh, but they're really good up front. Jordan Ta'amu is a quarterback who's got tremendous arm talent, uh, but can hurt hurt you with his legs. They do a really good job of using him situationally in the run game, um, but, but very effective and completing over 60% of his balls, and a lot of the balls he's completing are vertical balls down the field. Uh, Scotty Phillips has been a really good addition for him at the running back position from Jones Junior College, uh, and A.J. Brown is a fantastic player, a guy that uh, big, strong, 
strong, uh, physical, uh, catches the ball off of his body, attacks the football, uh, but one of the better receivers, obviously, in college football. DeMarcus Lodge is an outstanding player. Dawson Knox is a really good tight end uh, that they utilize in the passing game and obviously in some of the run game that they do. Uh, but, but really, a uh, very explosive offensive football team. Defensively, probably Benito Jones is probably one of the better players we've played as an inside player. has been a really good football player for him. Josiah Coten, he's another young man. We recruited here, uh, so we know a lot about him. They've had some struggles on defense, but, uh, you know, um, Coach McGriff's got him playing extremely hard. Injury-wise, uh, Dennis Daly's probably doubtful for this weekend. Uh, he did not practice today. He's in a boot uh, to keep the swelling down, and uh, we're going to look at him again tomorrow, but I would say he's probably doubtful. Randrikas Davis and Chad Terrell are day-to-day. JT Bay and Nick Harvey are out, so uh, I'll open it up for any questions. Will, you've mentioned the uh, the slow starts before. How imperative is it that you guys get uh, get out quick and get some points on the board, considering what their offense can do? Well, I think you know again they they can score in bunches and they can score quickly. Uh, they've shown that uh, over the last two years. Uh, they've been very effective uh, scoring points and, and on everybody. So um, I think getting out of the gates is strong, playing real well in the middle, strong, and finishing up is pretty strong too. So we need to do all three. Mike. Well, back here, uh, with an offense that you say is really explosive, we've seen on tape all year long, they can put up points in bunches. Is it uh, a situation on offensively for you guys where you want to kind of slow things down and kind of have these long, methodical drives, or do you still want to go with the hurry up and kind of take the points where you can? We just, Mike, we want to be effective. And whether that's mixing tempo, I think that we've done a really good job of playing fast at opportune times in the game. And I look at, you know, last Saturday night and we had some opportunities when we hit some plays to get to the on the ball and play fast. And we were very effective when we did that. Uh, so that's something we're going to continue to do. I think the flow of the game uh, dictates a lot of that. And I think Brian's done has a very good feel of when we need to play fast and when we don't. Uh, but that obviously will be discussed on game day. Coach Will Muschamp this afternoon at his press conference. You know, I think he looks at this Rebels team as a team that they're trying to make the most out of what is basically a season that is, I mean, basically doesn't count. You know, Ole Miss has uh, swept their non-conference schedule. They have one conference win. It's a 37-33 win over Arkansas. They had to rally to win that. They looked pretty poor against Auburn last week. And they're trying to get some consistency on both sides of the ball. I mean, on offense, they look pretty good. Uh, Jordan Tamu has thrown for about 2,600 yards, 16 touchdowns, and five picks. I think he's better than Shea Patterson, who's now the quarterback at Michigan. If you look at him throw the ball, he really does a good job, completing about 64% of his passes. Of course, Coach Muschamp was talking about Scotty Phillips, the Juco running back that came in. He's at uh, 782 yards rushing and nine touchdowns. Their leading receiver is... A.J. Bryan, 60 catches for 805 yards and five touchdowns. And they've got two other receivers that have broke the 500-yard mark. So on offense, I think they're going to be fine. But here's the problem with Ole Miss. Someone forgot to tell them you have to play defense. Yeah, they don't do that. They, they seem to have forgotten that there. So they're going to move the ball around. They rank... In the top five in FBS overall in yardage and passing yards, averaging 38 points a game. So scoring and moving the ball is not a problem. Stopping the other team from doing it is. 
More of the rundown here in a moment. It's a fire DJ Durkin Tuesday. Call up now and vent. 803-978-1832-803-978-1832. More in just a moment. Welcome back to the rundown. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. Welcome back to the rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks so much for joining me this afternoon. We open the show with the stuff about DJ Durkin. They plan on keeping him at Maryland, which doesn't make any sense at all. I have no clue why you would want to do that. It just doesn't make any sense. If you want to call in and sound off on that, you can uh, do that at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call if you want to sound off on that. We're going to go ahead and play some cl- clip here from Coach Dabo Sweeney, his press conference today. You know, Coach Sweeney says a lot of stuff that you kind of go, huh? I mean, not really in a bad way, but he says something here that just kind of made me scratch my head a little bit. Here's some comments from Coach Sweeney from his press conference this afternoon. Louisville is, uh, I guess, two and six, but they're they're the best two and six team I've seen. I don't know how else to say it. They they're, 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 their record is not indicative of of the players that they have. I mean, you know, sometimes you turn on a tape and you look at a team and you go, oh, it's it doesn't take long. Uh, but these guys right here, man, they got some. I mean, it's they're physical. This is as well a coordinated offensive scheme as we've gone against. I mean, they do a great job schematically. And uh, big, huge offensive line. Probably the biggest offensive line we've played. Massive up front. And uh, uh, as good a group of receivers as we played. Same thing I'd say about the receivers. Big, huge, 6'4". Uh, one of them, I think, is 6'6". Six, six. I mean, these are these are big, big guys. Got a very effective tight end in Crum. Uh, got two good running backs. Uh, the little freshman, uh, 19, is is impressive on tape. Uh, he's he's kind of come on as of late. He's he's a really fast, explosive kid. Um, the biggest thing is, is they're 127th in the country in turnover margin. I mean, that's you know, if you want to say, well, uh, you know, what's happened. Uh, well, there's 130 teams and they're 127 turnover margin. So they've just they've 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 had some really uh, tough breaks, and uh, you know I'm sure that their coaches are, are frustrated uh, with a lot of missed opportunity uh, because they're very capable of, of playing with anybody. I mean, this is from a physicality standpoint, a schematic standpoint, and and a skill standpoint. They have those things on this team, and uh, but. You know, when you turn the ball over at the rate they've turned it over, uh, you're going to end up coming up on the short end of the deal a lot, and that's what's happened for them. They they had a really they had a 24-20 game into the fourth quarter with BC. Uh, they got uh, really, really, truly should have won the Florida State game. You know, I've seen that one a few times uh, over the last couple weeks, and and uh, just missed some opportunities against those guys. Um, so, you know, they've had some tough breaks, but again, 
this offensive line, the quarterback is is a young guy. Uh, that's the other thing. He's a young guy that they're kind of, you know, committed to and bringing him along. He he runs he runs very well. He's big. Uh, he's he's not been as consistent as they probably want him to be. But then you put a little cut up together and you go, dang, there's eight big plays against Alabama. I mean, he, he's a he's a very streaky, capable guy. Uh, so, you know, uh, we, we expect a challenge and, and a big-time battle um, from a physical standpoint. We're going to have to really play well defensively uh, and have the right mindset to take on the, the, the type of scheme that they present. And, you know, all the boots and crossers and – and the down and arounds and G schemes. I mean, they come right at you, and they and it's well coordinated. All the stuff that comes off of it, a bunch of shots down the field. Uh, we got to win matchups because those big receivers they're going to put up the ball one on ones to them. And uh, and then on the flip side of it, same thing. You look at their defensive line. Uh, I mean, they 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 got they got some guys. Uh, they got a bunch of guys. Uh, they're they're same thing. Got a good scheme on that side of the ball. Uh, they're aggressive, and uh, you know they they've had some short fields that they've had to deal with along the way. But uh, you know this is a this is not a two and six football team. Uh, you know that's what their record is, but that's. That's not indicative of the type of talent that they have. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. On this team. And uh, so for us, it's it's about being locked in. They're one of the better punt returners again. Uh, it's just being locked in to, to continue to build momentum and confidence in what we're trying to do. Uh, trying to play our best game each and every week. Kind of competing against ourselves to, to see if we can, you know, be consistent and, and put, you know, our best four quarters. Let's, like last week was great, but can, can we be consistent? Can we can we clean up some of the mistakes from last week uh, can we continue to win the turnover margin you know can we continue to make a difference in special teams uh, can we finish the big plays when they present themselves can we cut out we had a couple busts last week so there's just so many things that um, we have to focus on and uh, and and you know we're excited to go have opportunity to play so looking forward to practice today and getting back out there a good tough Tuesday practice uh, today will be a tough practice because again the way their style of play uh, you you better you better have your mind right uh, because if not they they can they can embarrass you um, you know pretty quick with with their style coach Dabo Sweeney this afternoon at his press conference you know positive Mike on Facebook live has an absolutely great point everything coach Sweeney said there you can buy that if you want yeah, they they were in the uh, in they were in the uh, game with uh, what was it Boston College, I think it was. They were in the game with NC State. I got to check that. If it was with the Boston College game, I think that uh, AJ Dillon didn't play, which, which is the ACC preseason player of the year. But they seem to forget that Wake Forest put up fifty six points on them. <laughs> you know, C- Coach Sweeney didn't. Didn't put that out there. Now, put this in mind, too. Clemson beat Wake Forest 63 to whatever it was. 
Which, by the way, the one knock on Clemson is that they had a couple of games that were that were kind of tough on them. Of course, playing at Texas A&M, which Texas A&M is a pretty good team. And then the game was Syracuse, which is another ranked opponent. What was the one common thread in those two games? How about the quarterback? Clemson wasn't really, you know, they didn't have Trevor Lawrence playing quarterback. It was kind of a rotator quarterback down at, uh, at A&M. And then Lawrence got injured in the game against Syracuse. So Trevor Lawrence plays. Clemson puts up tons of points, wins games by 60 points, wins games by seven touchdowns in Tallahassee. I think it's getting to the point now where Clemson is just trying to show everybody, hey, we are a dominant football team. We don't want to be thought of as the team that's behind Alabama. We want to be thought of as the team that's on par with Alabama. That's what Clemson is trying to do right now. And we will see if they put up some more points on, let's be honest, a a Louisville team that just doesn't have it right now. Dabo Sweeney could write a number on the scoreboard and they could probably go up out there and put it up. Of course, Clemson and Louisville match up on Saturday. Louisville comes in at 2-6 and six overall. Their wins on the season are against Indiana State and Western Kentucky. They've lost to Alabama, Virginia, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Boston College, and Wake Forest. They are over in conference play. Should be smooth sailing on Saturday for the Tigers. More of the rundown when we come back. Of course, at 3.30, what do we do? My list. Today's list are my top five NFL teams as of right now. We'll have that in just a moment on the rundown. Welcome back to the rundown. Of course, it is list time. Yes, the list this afternoon. As we get set up here on the rundown, here we go. Strap in. It's time for the list. Today's list, as always, every, every, uh, what is it? What is today? Every Tuesday after the football, after the, uh, the pro week wraps up, I give you my top five pro teams as of right now. Now, I'm not saying that this, they're going to be right where they are at the end of the season, but if you told me to pick my top five as of right now, this is where I would go. All right, so top five as of right now. Number five. Number five is the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are five and two on the season. Last week, they won over Baltimore. They go to Tampa Bay this week. I expect them to, uh, or they're home with Tampa Bay. I expect them to beat Tampa Bay bloody as the Panthers are looking like they are a legit top-of-the-line team in the NFC. Number four. Number four, you got to go with the New England Patriots. Now, why are they so low? Because they have two losses. That's why. They won 25-6 over Buffalo. They will play America's team, my team, the Green Bay Packers. I have no problem like putting that out there, by the way. You do some. You listen to some shows, and all these guys just have this whole thing of like, yeah, um, I, I'm not going to tell you who my favorite team is because I don't want you to think that that I, I pull for anybody. So you'll think that I'm completely unbiased. That is the biggest load of crap ever. Okay, if you're doing what we're doing here, 
You're a fan of a team. It's okay. Now, I know all these guys listen to this show because they want to have some prep for their show, and they want to come across like they're a little bit edgy, but they don't want their wife mad at them. Trust me, I've heard stories. They don't want to come across like they're as edgy as I am. They want to be just a little bit further, a little bit further center. Okay? I can be the nicest guy on earth, but when we're talking this stuff, I mean, sports are real life with us. You can be a fan. It's okay. All right? I know there are lots of New England Patriots fans out there. Right now, I've got the Patriots at number four. Number three. Number three, the Kansas City Chiefs are at seven and one. And it, I dropped them a little bit this week because my number two team, I, I just I just like the number two team a little better. I'll explain why in a minute. But the Chiefs have put up 290 points. They're on pace to uh, get more points than the 2007 Patriots did and finish just behind what the Broncos did in 2013. And to be honest with you, they're like watching the old St. Louis Rams where, like, the greatest show on turf, they just throw the ball all over the place. So the Kansas City Chiefs right now are at number three. Number two. Number two, the New Orleans Saints. Why are they number two? Because they have six straight wins. And you know what? The NFC South is, is like, in my opinion, with the Panthers and the Saints – And even the Falcons, the Falcons haven't been playing very well, but they're still a pretty good team. But right now, Falcon, the Panthers and and Saints are in my top five, and I like Drew Brees. Why? Because he's a little fella that people told him, oh, you're too short to play in the NFL. You are far too short to play in the NFL. What does he do? He goes out and throws touchdown passes. Simple as that. I like Drew Brees. And number one. My Packers almost got them this week, but the Los Angeles Rams are the number one team in football, 8-0. and What can you say, man? I haven't lost a game. I thought Aaron Rodgers would go in there and do something. By the way, if uh, Ty Montgomery didn't run that ball out where they fumbled, Green Bay would have probably taken that game away. And we'll have some more stories about Ty Montgomery in just a second. But no change this week. Until somebody beats the Rams, they are going to be my number one team. But I would not take them to win the Super Bowl right now. They're going to slip up somewhere. They're going to slip up somewhere. Somebody needs to hit Jared Goff in the mouth, by the way. Not like hurt him, but I mean, I've never seen him take a hit. That offensive line for the Rams, it doesn't look like he gets hit at all. I'm wondering if he gets shook up a little bit, maybe his timing thrown off, if he would change a little bit, change his delivery, whatever. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number if you want to talk about the list today. Speaking of which, I'm pulling up the story right now because it just broke. But of course, the NFL trade deadline is like in about mm, 21 minutes. There are a lot of players that should be traded, like Le'Veon Bell. He should be traded, okay, because of the stuff that he's done. He should be traded, but he's not going to be traded. But here is somebody who did get traded. Ty Montgomery, that's the running back that ran the ball out and, of course, angered Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, what happens to you? Sources say you get traded to the Baltimore Ravens for a seventh-round pick 
a 2020 seventh round pick in return. And let's be honest about this too. The Green Bay Packers need running backs. <laughs> but apparently, Aaron Rodgers wasn't happy. You could see him on the sidelines about that, telling him to take a knee. Didn't happen. He had that big fumble in the, in the game against the Rams. Now they're trading him for a seventh-round pick. I hope that they're engineering something to get another running back because, uh, yeah, you don't have many. That's what happens in the NFL, though. <laughs> kind of funny. Kind of funny stuff there. All right, my bottom five teams this week include the Oakland Raiders. Chucky not getting it done out there. He still doesn't understand why he can't get a pass rush when he traded his best pass rusher to Chicago. Yeah, that's why. The Buffalo Bills, they are 2-6 and six on the season. They should just change their name to Dumpster Fire because that's what they are. The San Francisco 49ers, they're right there. Uh, the New York Giants, for some reason, have decided that hey, uh, we're going to keep trotting Eli Manning out there. I would go and sign if I were them. I'd send my scouting team out or make a trade here in the next uh, 20 minutes and just get some kid, any kid, to go out there that can throw the ball around a little bit. I mean, why not not go to uh, go and pick up uh, Terod Taylor from the Cleveland Browns? He's just sitting on the bench. I mean, he won't lose you games. He may not win you games, but he's not going to throw interceptions, and he's not going to look like he's in a time warp like Eli Manning does. For goodness sake, he can hand the ball off to Saquon Barkley. He might make a couple of uh, a couple of plays, and then they might win some games. They could do so much worse than sending Eli Manning out there. So they're up there in my top five as my worst teams. And let's not forget the New York Jets. It must, the city of New York right now, all of their fans are just the king of butthurt right now. If you go to my blog page at foxsportsradio1400.com, I've got the Red Sox up there singing New York, New York in their dugout after they won the World Series, which is just a, a heck of a trolling effort sent to the New York Yankees. But let's look at New York sports in general. The Yankees are pretty good, but they couldn't get it done in the playoffs. The Mets are terrible. Uh, The Knicks are terrible. The Jets are terrible. The Giants are terrible. They have no sports team. I think the the Liberty for for the WNBA are terrible. There are no good New York teams right now. There really aren't. They're, They're right up there with Cleveland. LeBron leaves Cleveland. They fire Terod Liu, and then, of course, they fired Hugh Jackson uh, yesterday. That that might be one of the worst sports cities, but New York right now, as far as the teams go, if it wasn't for the Yankees, they would be the absolute worst. Shout-out to Thomas Powell talking about the Bills Mafia struck again last night. Apparently, a am trying to think how I can use this word. A toy that is used in... Bedroom detail. I think I can say that without without uh, getting in trouble. Somehow landed in the end zone last night at uh, the Bills-Patriots game, which they need to find the guy who threw it because he could probably throw the ball farther than Derek Anderson does. Sign that guy up to a contract. Can't hurt. Your season's over anyway. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. When we come back, 
We'll recap the day for a minute. We'll also talk about some trades that uh, happened today. And we will give you, I'll give you my first final four for tonight and who shouldn't be there. We'll have all that and more in just a moment right here on The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. Follow Rob on Twitter at RobSoundsGood. Welcome back into The Rundown. Malton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk, the czar of Clemson Sports, will be here shortly. He'll take you home this afternoon from 4 to, I think, 6. His wife says she's supposed to ride on a boat later, and she may be riding on a boat with me because I don't know how he's going to get out to the boat in time. We'll have to figure that out. So, yeah, put that out there. I'm taking Lawton Swan's wife on a boat along with my wife. So I have two wives on a boat. I don't know how that's going to work. We'll figure that out. I'm not trying to pay for Erica's meat tab, though. The Erica likes steak. Can't be, can't be affording all that. <laughs> anyway, we have a big cruise tonight with our iHeartMedia folks here. We'll be on the Spirit of Lake Murray at some point tonight. Lawton's supposed to be there. I guess he's going to have somebody filling in for him the last half hour of the show today, but we'll figure that out. Um, shout out to my buddy Thomas talking about uh, the Bills Mafia. They are, it, and I can't, I can't disagree with him more, probably the best fan base in, uh, in, in, in the NFL. His uh, line, jumping through tables at a, the tailgate and then throwing adult toys on the field. They are a... Maybe they're the most obnoxious fan base. But they're hardcore, though. Bills are 2-6, and six and they still show up. You got to give them that. A couple of NFL trades before I give you my, uh, my final four for tonight. We'll see how I do on this. But, of course, I mentioned that uh, the Green Bay traded Ty Montgomery. I think they did that just to appease Aaron Rodgers, who probably would have killed him. Uh, Deshaun Watson has got a new target for the Texans. Of course, they lost Will Fuller to a knee injury. And so they get uh, the wide receiver Thomas from the Denver Broncos. Uh, That offense for Houston is going to be absurd. Deshaun Watson ran in the controls there. DeAndre Hopkins, who in my opinion is the best wide receiver in the NFL. If you disagree, call me up right now. And please don't come at me with with uh, the guy from the Giants, Odell Beckham. I don't want to hear it. I'll take Hopkins all day today and twice on Sunday over Beckham because Hopkins is not trying to kill himself to get into TMZ and everything else. So, But you put him on one side and Thomas on the other and Watson back there manning the controls, that Houston offense was already good anyway. Now it's going to be lights out. And the Detroit Lions, they've given up on the season. They've traded their best wide receiver, in my opinion. Golden Tate, former Notre Dame product, is going to go to the Philadelphia Eagles for a third-round pick. You know, when I look at that, I think about what the— I I make fun of Chucky out with the Oakland Raiders. But he got a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. Golden Tate is a better wide receiver than Amari Cooper. Um, you can make the argument that Thomas is a better wide receiver than Amari Cooper. 
And they didn't give up a first-round pick for him. Let me see what they gave up for him as uh, my page loads over here. It looks like the Dallas Cowboys got fleeced. A fourth-round pick to get Demarius Thomas. Huh. You look at those numbers, I bet Thomas and Tate have better numbers. In fact, I know Tate does. His rank among wide receivers, 981 yards, is first, 142 receptions, no wide receiver. This is off of screen passes, by the way. So he's going to catch screen passes and go since he got into the NFL in 2010. He's got 981 receiving yards, 142 catches off of a screen pass, and 1,265 yards after the catch. I think he's... um, And this says it right here. He's one of the best yards after the catch receivers in the league. 285 yards. Number 13 in the league, but number three among wide receivers. So now he gets to go play with Carson Wentz. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Big quote from uh, Shane Crisp on Facebook Live saying, if you're not with us when we're 0-3, don't be with us when we're in the Super Bowl. That's from Deshaun Watson. They started 0-3, they've won five straight, and now they've got another wide receiver to go with DeAndre Hopkins. Look out. Look out for the Houston Texans. If they can figure out some things, they're, they're playing pretty good defense. I worry about the secondary a little bit, but... They are playing some pretty good football right now. They may move into my top five next week if one of those teams slip out. All right, finally today, before we get out of here, we got about uh, three minutes to go here. I'm going to give you my top four that I think should be in uh, the rankings tonight. Number four has to be the LSU Tigers. Uh, If you look at their body of work, they deserve to be where they are. Number three is Notre Dame. Number two, in my opinion, will be Clemson. And number one will be Alabama. And I'm going to say something here that may anger some fans on the Clemson side. Or it may not. I was a guy that said from the beginning of the season, I thought that Kelly Bryant should have been the starting quarterback because of what he'd done last season. But I'm beginning to think more and more that if Trevor Lawrence was starting the full season you would probably be talking about Clemson being right there with Alabama instead of a step behind them. I think as the season goes on, and let's be honest, Clemson has, what, four punching bags left with Louisville, Duke, uh, Boston College should be tough, and then South Carolina. They should be favored by double digits in all those games. Clemson could go on blowout city the rest of the season. And then what? Are they going to move up? We'll see. That's going to be interesting as well as we move on. But right now, you have to give Alabama number one. Number two would be Clemson. Number three is Notre Dame, which, by the way, I think that they are a fraud. I think that somebody is going to come up and snap at them. And uh, it may be Syracuse. It may be Syracuse. Positive Mike says, I should have listened to him. Yes, Positive Mike. You're right about 10% of the time. You are the guy that was picking Missouri this weekend, though. So let's let's slow down a little bit, okay? But, yeah, I do think that if Trevor Lawrence would have played right now, we'd be talking about Clemson being right behind on, right behind, right there with Alabama instead of maybe a step or two behind. If you look at what Alabama has done, though, 
you thought the win against Louisville at the beginning of the season would be, oh, well, they're playing, they're playing a, an ACC team, and they're playing, you know, uh, the opening of the season with that. Yeah, Louisville may finish two and ten, or three and nine, sort of like the way that Alabama had. What was it last season where they had Florida State? And not to take anything away from Alabama, because when they get in the playoffs, they win. But their schedule just isn't what it, what it should be to get as much love as they get. But I think that'll be the top four tonight. And of course, Alabama or LSU will lose this weekend. They play each other. But where it will get murky. What if Notre Dame drops their game this weekend and Alabama loses as well? Clemson moves up. LSU should move up. How far do you drop Alabama? That's the best part about college football. You can have some what-if scenarios like that. What if all four teams lose? Then where do you go? It becomes the Big Ten Open? (laughs) I don't know. Going to be interesting, though. But obviously one of the top four will lose this weekend. We'll see what happens there. That should be interesting tonight, though. They'll release those at about uh, 7 o'clock tonight. All right, so we've had a good show today. Of course, I'm still on the fire DJ Durkin train. If you want to send 10 bucks, we'll find somebody that's a Maryland alum that wants to pay off his buyout because that's the only reason the guy has a job. Tweet at me if you want to do that, at Rob Sounds Good. Stick around for Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk, the czar of Clemson Sports. My name is Rob Sanders. This is The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.